0: I am Carol Angela Davis. Even more concerns, folks, about vaping products from unregulated sources. This time, it's an NBC News investigation. The news outlet commissioning a respected cannabis testing facility to test a sample of 18 THC vaping cartridges that they got both from legal dispensaries and unlicensed dealers. Now, the three cartridges that were procured from legal dispensaries based in California included, quote, no heavy metals, pesticides, or residual solvents like vitamin E, unquote. But the products bought from the illicit market, folks, it was a very different story. According to NBC, quote, 13 out of the other 15 samples from the illicit market THC cartridges were found to contain vitamin E, unquote. That's the substance or one of them that authorities think is causing all the lung problems. In addition, NBC tested 10 uh, of the unregulated uh, cartridges for pesticides and all 10 folks came back positive for biclobutanil. That is a fungicide, folks. Yes, that can transform hydrogen into hydrogen cyanide. Did you hear that correctly? That can transform into hydrogen cyanide when it is burned. That's what's going in your lungs. You better watch it. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has identified 805 lung injury cases from 46 states and one US territory due to vaping. 12 vapor-related deaths in 10 states have been confirmed. Folks, officials still don't know what product or substance is the exact cause of this devastating illness. Federal authorities say Products containing THC have played a role in the outbreak in a survey. Folks, of 514 people affected by the epidemic, 77 reported using a vaping product containing THC within 30 days of going into the hospital. 36% reported using THC vaping products exclusively during that span. Most of the products connected to lung injuries have not, not been obtained at state-licensed cannabis stores. You better make sure you watch where you get your vaping products. I'm Carol Angela Davis. Get me on Instagram and Twitter at Carol Angela D. Have a good day. I am Carol Angela Davis with your Cannabis News from Kansas City. The police chief there, Rick Smith, apparently believes the city's higher than average murder rate is due to cannabis, folks. Kansas City, Missouri, placed number 26 on the list of U.S. cities with 100,000 or more residents with the highest murder rate. That listing is based on FBI data from 2015 to 2016, which is the most recent data available. Smith says 10 murders in his city were directly related to, to marijuana. The chief says the crime started as robberies of marijuana and the money connected to it. Well, he also cites a report that shows that violent and property crimes increased in Colorado, Oregon, and Washington following the legalization of marijuana in those states. Don't worry about the fact that there is nothing to prove that the rise in violent crimes in those other areas was caused by legalized recreational marijuana. And Smith also fails to point out, folks, that not one community from Oregon, Washington, or Colorado appears on the same list of the 30 most murderous cities in the United States. Alright, we go on to some other news. The first ever patent, patent for a hip cultivar in the United States. That patent. Issued July second, 2019 to CWB Holdings and the listed inventor is co-founder and chairman Joel Stanley, it's a plant patent for a new and distinct hemp cultivar designated as CW2A. Apparently this plant is hardy, it is resistant to cold and capable of producing up to 6.24% CBD and only 0.27% THC. Now that's important uh, since that 0.27% level is below the 0.3% threshold that separates Legal hemp from illegal marijuana under the current Schedule 1 of the Controlled Substances Act. CW 2A is legal to grow under the 2018 Farm Bill. A plant patent is an intellectual patent right that protects the key characteristics of a new and unique plant from being copied, sold or used by others. Now, a plant patent, though, is only good for legal protection against a competitor growing the same cultivar from a clone. Get me on Instagram and Twitter at Carol Angela D. I am Carol Angela Davis. I've got your cannabis news. Hey folks, it's official. The first cannabis cafe in the United States opens today in Los Angeles, folks. It's called Low Farms. It's the first farm to table restaurant that highlights cannabis cuisine and cuisine, excuse me, and cannabis. The cafe will have its own version of a sommelier and they're calling that a tableside flower service, folks. That's right. You're going to get yourself at Lowell Farms. You're going to get yourself a flower host. That person is going to discuss with you the different strains available and it's going to explain their flavors and their effects to you. As a guest, you will be able to smoke marijuana at the cafe using joints and pipes and bongs. And this facility is big. It's 5,900 square feet. And it's going to have both a smoking and a non-smoking patio. But the entire indoor space, folks, that is designated as a smoking area. That head chef there She was trained at Le Cordon Bleu in Los Angeles, and she is known for creating THC and CBD-infused cuisine. Now, her name is Andrea Drummer. She plans to present cuisine that is reflective of California flavors, also features seasonal dishes that are complementary to the effects of THC. But, of course, because of current cannabis legislation, you know, I'm sure you understand the dishes are not going to be themselves infused with cannabis. Now, this is what the uh, organization, the owner, says about Lowell Cafe. Lowell Cafe is a welcoming space for those who are cannabis connoisseurs and for those who are ca- curious and looking to experience cannabis in a welcoming atmosphere. It's interesting, huh? Well, West Hollywood created eight cannabis consumption licenses uh, at license and of the more than 300, 300 folks, more than 300 applicants. I don't know how they selected Lowell Farms, but somehow it was granted the first license. Uh, that makes it the first business here in the good old United States to be granted a fully legal, cannabis consumption license. So if you're headed out to LA, you probably want to stop on by. I'm Carol Angela Davis. Get me on Instagram and Twitter at Carol Angela D. Subscribe on YouTube, Carol Angela Davis, and thanks for staying with me. I am Carol Angela Davis with your cannabis news. The Australians are trying to transform the way we treat dementia and other cognitive impairments that are associated with old age. So researchers at the University of Notre Dame and Western Australia are partnering with MGC Pharmaceuticals and they're conducting the first ever clinical trials to study cannabis as a treatment for dementia and Alzheimer's symptoms in humans. The research taking place over 14 months involving a series of 16 week trials and a total of 50 participants, all of them 65 years of age or older. The actual clinical trial scheduled to start in 2020, but phase two is currently underway to recruit eligible participants. Now, MGC Pharmaceuticals has operated in Israel, the Czech Republic, Slovenia, the UK, and Australia. That company supplied researchers with a specially formulated medical cannabis product called Cognican it's an oral spray containing a proprietary blend of thc cbd and other cannabinoids specifically developed for the treatment of dementia symptoms and to improve related cognitive functions interesting what this plant can do let's move now to indiana where the marion county prosecutor says his office will no longer pursue simple marijuana possession cases now it is is the first move for the new marion county prosecutor His name, Ryan Mears, he just took office a week ago after his former boss left for medical reasons. The cases affected are those involving approximately one ounce or less of marijuana where the charge is the only or most serious charge against an adult. Now, you should also know that 80% of the possession of marijuana charges in the county this year have already been dismissed, but the decision is retroactive to cases that are still on deck. That's good news. It's especially important for African Americans who make up only 9.8% of Indiana's population but often bear the brunt of law enforcement, folks. A 2013 ACLU report on marijuana enforcement showed African Americans make up 27.6% of those arrested for marijuana possession in Indiana. Now, the new rules do not apply to minors under the age of 18. Get me on Instagram and Twitter at Carol Angela D. Subscribe on YouTube. Have a good day. I am Carol Angela Davis. Folks, there has been another death in ICE custody. This time, it is a 37-year-old man from Cameroon in Africa. Apparently, Nabani Abienwe had been in ICE custody since September 19th and applied for admission to the United States at the San Ysidro Port of Entry but didn't have the proper documents. Word is Abienwe suffered a hypertensive event, a term used to describe a spike in blood pressure that can result in a stroke. Didn't have a stroke. That reportedly happened sometime the night of September twenty-fifth. He was transferred to the hospital the next morning. So let's just stop right there and head right to our sleigh word invidious for tending to cause harm. Okay, the invidious immigration and customs enforcement or ICE has struck again, folks. Everybody knows how survivable this kind of incident is if someone just cares enough to get you to the hospital. Abiyenway is the seventh immigrant to die in ICE custody so far this year. Twelve adult immigrants died in twenty eighteen and ten died in 2017. Okay, folks, we know what that's about. All right, then we're going to turn to some other news. A new report out from the Annie E. Casey Foundation says 29 states have improved when it comes to the percentage of children living in areas of concentrated poverty. All right, according to the report, 12% of children nationally live in areas where 30% of the community or more are below the poverty of concentrated poverty, okay? But we should tell you that a 2015 study shows that when you move these kids from low-income neighborhoods to more affluent areas, they have higher incomes as adults when compared to their peers who did not make a similar move. I'm Carol Angela Davis. Get me on Instagram and Twitter. Have a good day.